Okay, so hello, welcome back to my podcast. This episode is actually a special lockdown edition. Um, well, I mean, I've done so many episodes now that the series definitely deserves a special. Joking, welcome back to episode two of Glow Through What You Go Through. Um, I can't lie, I am feeling really happy today filming this or recording it because I was actually a little bit overwhelmed with the response that I got last week. I know most people that listened to it probably were just being nosy, but a couple of people messaged me and they had such a positive response. Yeah, it was it was just really lovely. But anyway, so since that episode, the UK have now officially gone into lockdown. We're about half a week in and hopefully it's only going to be about four weeks, but this one is completely different to the last one. So when I wake up in the morning, it's still dark. By four o'clock, it's dark. And I can't lie to you, it's really playing mind games with me. Oh my, okay, so I'll quickly tell you a story actually. So basically, the other day, right, I come downstairs, wet hair, just had a shower, shaved, tanned, in my matching pajamas, face mask had been on, the face mask had been taken off, skincare done. I'm like, right, night guys, see you tomorrow. And my dad is like, what? He's like, what's the matter with you? He's like, are you okay? Do you not feel well? And I was like, no, I'm fine. Why? Like, I didn't understand what was going on. He was like, you realise it's 4.30 in the afternoon? I was like, what? He was like, you do realise we haven't even had dinner yet? I was like, I was honestly, I can't lie to you, right? I was so taken aback. My brother turned around and he was like, yeah, he was like, you do realise it's almost quarter to five. And I was like, ah, okay, well, guess I'm not going to go to bed then. (laughs) Anyway. I was so confused. I was literally, you know, when you're so baffled, I was walking up the stairs thinking, why does it feel like 10.30 in the evening? I I have no idea where I thought that time had gone. I actually have no clue. But anyway, so I come upstairs, I'm sitting on my bed in my snooker pyjamas and I'm just lying there really confused. And I'm just thinking this time in the last lockdown, 4.30 in the afternoon, I'd be out riding my bike, talking to cows, probably getting a little bit burnt. And now I'm on my bed, chilling, scrolling through Pinterest, thinking, okay, I've got a couple of hours to kill. What am I going to do? Anyway, it got me thinking. And that's why this episode is all about routines, why they're important to me, why they should be important to you, how you can make one, how you can keep it sustainable, what benefits there are, and what I recommend you include in your daily routine, just from personal experience. Okay, so when the first lockdown came around, I panicked. I really honestly did panic. And that is honestly because I know myself and I know that if I have days and days and days of doing nothing, no socialising, laying in bed, it is so easy for me to slip back into really bad habits. I do get really anxious and I can quite easily fall back into being a little bit depressed. And I didn't want that to happen. I had got myself to such a good place and I had so much control. I was thinking, I'm not going to let this set me back. So I went and got my whiteboard and I'm writing out this routine and I'm filling everything in to the hour from 6am in the morning to 10 o'clock at night. This is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to be busy 24-7. Well, obviously it didn't work. It wasn't sustainable at all. When my alarm went off at 6am in the morning, every morning, I was thinking... 
no thanks i really don't want to get up at this time i can't be bothered i have an entire day i can squeeze everything in and it wasn't working i ended up constantly trying to achieve this ideal routine that i could not maintain and it made me feel even worse about myself and what i realized then was that what i actually needed to do was list the things i have to do every single day and time block and that is my first tip time blocking so okay fine you get up you get up between 7 7:30 well what's the first thing that you do what's the next thing that you do so the best way i feel for you to create a successful routine something that you can maintain something that makes you productive and motivated gives you structure is something that you can repeat on a daily basis without thinking that you're trapped. That's not what you want at all. So the first thing you wanna do is you wanna write a list of all the things you have to do every single day. For example, if you have a dog, you have to walk your dogs. If you eat lunch and dinner, breakfast, lunch and dinner, you, you eat breakfast, lunch and dinner. If you have to have a Zoom meeting and catch up with a work colleague or Whatever it is that you have to do every single day, write that down on your list. And then you can think about all the things that you want to do every single day. So for example, exercise. I want to exercise every single day because it is perfect for me mentally, physically. In fact, I would actually say that exercising every single day should be on everybody's need list. And then you do things like catching up with friends or maybe you want to have some free time in the afternoon because you want to bake or you want to follow some of your passions. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can have on your want list. And then you have an entire day. And the best way to do it is not put too much pressure on yourself. Create a routine that you can start whenever you want. So say, for example, I get up at 6am. If I want to get up at 8am instead, I can still maintain that routine. So the first thing that I have in my routine, in fact, let me tell you what my routine is. So this is my basic routine every single day for lockdown. So I wake up, I try and wake up for around 7am. I wake up at 7.30, I have a miracle morning, which I will come on later on in the podcast to touch on a little bit. I then go downstairs and I exercise and I exercise for about an hour to an hour and a half. I'll go for a run, come back or I'll um, do a YouTube video or whatever it is that I'm doing that day. I will have that hour to an hour and a half slot to exercise because it's so important, especially for me. I think it's really important for everyone, to be honest, because it really, really gets those endorphins going. It makes you sweat. It gets you moving. You need to keep your body active. And then I finish that come upstairs, make my bed, always make your bed in the morning, have a shower, sit in front of my mirror, get ready. And that's another thing. You always want to make sure that you include when you visualize your daily routine, which is something else I will touch on in a minute, is the things that you don't realize that you are doing every single day already. For example, showering, putting makeup on, getting dressed. If you say you're going to exercise from seven till eight and you're going to zoom from eight till nine well you haven't left your time for breakfast showering makeup and so on so wake up miracle morning then i exercise 
stretch, cool down, whatever I need to do, come upstairs, have a shower, put some makeup on, get dressed, ready to start the day, make my bed. Then I'll go downstairs and I take my nutritional supplements, have some breakfast, whether it's a shake or whether it's pancakes, whatever it is that I'm having. And at 11 o'clock every single day, I have a standing appointment with myself for a start and also some of my friends. And we have similar goals that we're trying to achieve. And we have an hour minimum from 11 o'clock to maintain that accountability in order for us to achieve our goals. When you are going for goals, accountability is so important because it's so easy for you to get stuck in your ways, to get out of the shower, lay on the bed, in your towel, scrolling through Instagram. If you have a standing appointment with yourself, just one thing, one thing a day, you create a level of self-discipline that you can then build upon, build upon. You are spending time with other people, even if it's virtually, but you have that standing appointment. So then from 11 till 12, 12 12.30, I will sit, get some work done, feel productive. And then I give myself the open opportunity of the afternoon. So that afternoon is for me. And all I know is I have to walk the dogs in the afternoon, take them to the fields, go out, get some fresh air. And I know that I need to have lunch. and I know that I need to have dinner, but it's a little bit more flexible in the afternoon. Whereas my mornings, everybody in my house, everybody in my family knows I like my mornings to myself because it gives me a good reason to get up, get out of bed, move my body, exercise, feel good, you know. And then once I've achieved everything I need to achieve in that morning, I feel as though I've really already felt productive. And if I do choose in the afternoon to do sweet FA, that's completely fine because I have already achieved what I wanted to achieve in that morning. I've done my hour's worth of work. I've made my bed. I've had a shower and put makeup on. I already feel a hundred times better about myself. I've exercised. I'm working towards those um, fitness goals that I have. So I'm already working towards things and I've implemented it, but it works so smoothly for me now. I have implemented that routine in my life so many times that it's just natural. I wake up sometimes and I think, oh God, I'm so anxious. Maybe I'll go back to sleep. Maybe I'm just gonna sit here and scroll on my phone. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. Well, that's not the case anymore. If, for example, I do wake up and I feel really anxious and I think, oh, I'm not in the mood for a miracle morning right now, I can roll out of bed, put some workout clothes on. It's like a second nature. Go downstairs, put the speaker on. And yes, I might feel like utter shit. But by the end of that hour, by the end of that hour and a half, I feel so much better. And my body and my brain instantly knows as soon as that workout is finished, you go upstairs, have a nice hot shower, put some makeup on, get dressed. And it's, it just flows. It just flows. And when these important things in your life just start to flow, you start to become more productive. You start to achieve more. You start to feel better about yourself because you're putting yourself in a situation where you have no excuses. You have absolutely no excuses other than to achieve those small tasks that you do in your own order that works for you at whatever time you're doing it and you maintain it. Some days I'll go downstairs and I'll only do 30 minutes of exercise. Sometimes I'll go downstairs and I'll be two hours in and I think I don't want to stop. I'm enjoying it so much. That's fine because I know that I'm not necessarily working to a strict schedule. I'm sticking to my own personal, sustainable routine.
So when I say sustainable, for anybody that might not know what that means, I just mean that it's something that you can repeat, that you can stick to on every day or whichever days you're going to be maintaining this routine, something that you can genuinely keep up, something that you can get used to and learn. It's sustainable. Something that is not sustainable is setting yourself specific tasks every single day, blocking in tasks rather than time. So this is another point. Block in periods of time. For example, if you work, um, say, two or three jobs or you have two or three passions or two or three goals, block in that time. So, for example, I could block in two hours time for exercise block in two hours time for, well, an hour's time for showering, getting ready, um, making my bed, cleaning my room, sorting, you know, all the normal stuff out that can sometimes take a lot of time. If I block in an hour, I know I've not got two hours to sit and dole myself up. I've not got two hours to make my bed and sit and, you know, get distracted by EastEnders. I don't know. All I know is that I have an hour to get those things done to therefore get on to my next time block my next time time block might be to create some content for my podcast and what I would do is I'd block out that time so say for example two hours it's just podcast time I don't know what those tasks are I just know I have two hours to solely focus on that one thing I have another two hours two hours to do some work to do some marketing to build some websites whatever it is that I'm doing I have blocks of time when you get to that block of time, you obviously have different lists. I know that I do love a good list, but you sit down, you look at your laptop, you think, okay, I've got two hours. Well, now what? Oh, actually, do you know what? I've got to do this for this website. I've got to do this for this person. I've got to call my granddad. I've got to do this. No, that two hour time block or that one hour time block or however much time you've given yourself is for that specific thing in your life. Those tasks are going to vary every single day because some days, if I've got a two hour podcast time block, for example, some days I need to create some Instagram content. Some days I want to brainstorm ideas for what I'm going to say next. Sometimes I've got to contact people that I might want to be guests on my show. Sometimes I have to sit and record things. Sometimes I need to get inspiration from other people. Whatever it is, I do those tasks that are relevant to that topic within that period of time. And once that time runs out, you don't have to think about it again for the rest of the day until you get onto your next day when you're implementing that routine again. And then what starts to happen is you time block different things that are going on in your life and you start to achieve more because you're not getting distracted. I actually find that shorter bursts of time are better because if you sit down and you think, oh, okay, I've got two hours to do something. I'm just going to chill, I'm going to have a little brainstorm. Oh, okay, I don't really know what else to do next. You start to procrastinate. So if you only give yourself an hour's time block per thing, you might find that it actually works better for you. Okay, so another thing that I feel is really important when creating your own routine, like I mentioned before, are standing appointments. You only really need one, maybe two a day, but it's something that you work towards because... Say, for example, you, you know, you do take this advice, you do implement maybe four or five things into a routine, you can easily procrastinate and spread that across an entire day when you absolutely don't need to do that. 
I can easily wake up, exercise, take my supplements, have my breakfast, shower, get my makeup done, get my room ready, all in time for my standing appointment at 11 o'clock. And if anything, it makes it so much better for me because I have something to work towards and I have something that's really keeping me in check. It's, it's another form of accountability. Even if you don't have somebody else to go on Zoom to, even if you don't have anybody else that you're going to physically be meeting up with, if you have that accountability time, that stand-in, check-in time, you know that you can work towards things and it really helps you to stop procrastinating. It really puts on that little bit of pressure to help you achieve more. And I feel like that's also really, really important. And then no matter what you're doing, no matter how you wake up, no matter what you're feeling, no matter how productive you've been in that morning, you know you have that standing appointment at that time for an hour to only achieve exactly what you need to achieve in that hour. And even if that's the only thing you do that day, then you can give yourself a pat on the back. Because honestly, if you only achieve that one thing, it is still better than nothing. And if you didn't have that standing appointment, can you honestly say to yourself, yeah, okay, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and then actually do it. Can can you say to yourself that you would 100% do those tasks that you need to do every single day to achieve what you want to achieve if you didn't have that set standing appointment? I don't think everybody could say that. It's really, really difficult. And that, again, is where self-discipline comes into it because you have to be so self-disciplined to maintain that time, which is why it's always better to do it with somebody else or a group of people so you can all have that accountability. Okay, so I did say earlier that I was going to touch on miracle mornings. I'm actually going to do an entire podcast episode about them because... They're very, very important to me and a lot of my friends. They're actually something which a lot of people don't know about. Some people do know about, but don't understand what they are and how they can benefit you. But I do feel like it's something that should be implemented into everybody's daily routine. And you can have, you know, larger morning, uh, sorry, larger miracle mornings. You can have small ones. Um, but the tasks that are included within the miracle morning, I feel, should be completed every day by everyone in order to become the best version and happiest version of yourself. So what is a miracle morning? Well, a miracle morning is a set of tasks that you do when you wake up or once you've exercised or whenever you want to do it. It's something that you do in the morning to set your day off positively and with intention. So the things that are included in a miracle morning are, I mean, everybody's miracle mornings can be different, but the miracle mornings that I do with my friends include 20 to 30 minutes of meditation. Um, I'm pretty sure I just heard some people's eyes roll, but hear me out. 20 to 30 minutes of meditation, which is amazing when you first wake up. A lot of people think that when you sit and close your eyes and relax, it might make you feel like you want to go back to bed. It might make you feel like you want to go back to sleep. Meditating is actually a really, really uncomfortable thing when you first start. It really, really is. It was something that I didn't understand what to do. I didn't enjoy it at all, especially being somebody that hated being alone with their own thoughts. It was absolutely horrendous, to be quite honest. But now it is the most calming and relaxing part of my day. And it really, really sets you up 
for a much more positive day. And you can do guided meditations. And what guided meditations are, are when you listen to when you listen to a video or a track and you have somebody guiding you through your meditation you can have um themed ones themed isn't the right word but you can have ones that are topic specific so you can have um anxiety guided medications positivity ones female empowerment um setting yourself up for a productive day and basically it speaks you through and guides you through and it puts you in a state of calm um happiness positivity whatever it is that you've done i personally love guided meditations so the first step meditation like i say i don't want to go into too much detail because i really want to go um into a lot of detail in a different episode i want this to be a very brief overview so 20 to 30 minutes meditation gratitude is the second one So gratitude is something that I implement into my life every single day to the point now I don't even realise I'm doing it. It's just it's just second nature to me. So you sit and you write down maybe three, four, maybe ten things that you feel grateful for and you genuinely express gratitude for the things that you have in your life. For example, you say, oh, I'm grateful for my dogs. I'm grateful for my parents. I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z, whatever. Whatever it is you feel grateful for. Again, if you're a complete and utter newbie, this is something that can make you feel really uncomfortable. And I completely get that. Writing down things that you feel grateful for makes you feel like, you know, at first, oh, this is a, this is a bit odd. I've never really done this before. Well of, well, of course I'm grateful. Of course I'm thankful for these things. Like, you know, how dare you think that I'm not grateful for them? That's not the point. The way your body and your mind reacts to the feeling of being grateful is such an incredible positive feeling that it helps you start your day. Obviously, we're in a miracle morning, helps you start your day feeling so grateful and positive. And gratitude is actually the highest vibration a person can feel. It is the, in my opinion, (laughs) from what I'm about to say, it is it makes me feel the best whenever i feel sad whenever i feel anxious overwhelmed if i'm driving in my car and i think oh you know i've i'm heartbroken about this or this you put into perspective what you already have in your life you feel grateful for what you have and when you truly feel that sense of gratitude your mind and your body and i say heart your heart do feel differently so you have your meditation you have your gratitude. Then we go on to affirmations. And affirmations are statements, more um, statements. So statements such as I am this, I am that. They are I am statements that help you and your brain feel a certain way about yourself, your situation, your life, whatever it is. So for example, an affirmation would be I am a confident, beautiful, grateful person i am whatever it is that you want to say about yourself now you might not actually feel that way about yourself in that moment you might not actually feel as though you were successful you are not actually genuinely feel all these things but you are saying these things as though you are already that thing so for example i would say i am a successful happy businesswoman and 
although I necessarily wouldn't necessarily class myself as that right now, I am saying that on behalf of the person I am going to become. You are saying these statements as if you were going to step into them. So again, I don't want to go into it too much. I'm just trying to be very brief and um, kind of general because I do want to do an episode on it. So you have your meditation, you have your gratitude, you have your affirmations. And then what you can do is you can set your intentions for the day. So say, for example, you're going to have a very productive day. I want to achieve X, Y and Z. You can set your goals for the day. So that is your that is your, you know, three priority goals that you want to achieve for that day. Say, for example, you're going to have a very chilled, relaxed day. Your intention for that day might be to give yourself a break. You might be a hard worker. You might never, ever, ever give yourself a day off. My intention for today is to relax, is to switch off, is to whatever that is. You set your intentions for the day. So you start your day off calmly, positively, feeling extremely grateful and extremely aware of what you have. You then set yourself up to feel confident and proud of yourself you've done your affirmations and then you set your intentions for the day and it is such an incredible thing to start your day off with the way that it makes you feel is at first weird I'm going to be honest with you it is a little bit weird because it makes you feel for some people including me uncomfortable because why are you saying these things out loud why are you writing them down of course you feel this way of course you feel that way how can a statement how can saying a statement out loud actually change the way I think and feel well give it a go when I in I think it's in two episodes time come on to actually speaking about all these things in a lot more detail you can start to implement it into your life and you can really make the judgment for yourself. I think some people do it maybe once or twice and they quit. And do you know what? Some things are uncomfortable at the start. They really, really are. Imagine looking at yourself in the mirror and saying to yourself, I am this, I am that. Yeah, it is really uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. But when you actually put the effort in, say for example, you know, for me, I'm not going to lie to you. I used to really hate myself. I did. I really, really hated myself. I thought I was annoying and ugly and I had no self-confidence. I've always been very confident in the sense that I'm extremely loud, but I had no self-confidence at all. And it was really, really damaging. But when you start to speak to yourself in a different way, when you start to speak positively, when you start to find the good things, the positive things in your life and you feel grateful for them, you feel so different about yourself, you feel so different about life. And when you feel different about yourself and you feel differently about life, you treat yourself differently and therefore you treat others differently and therefore you treat life differently and you become a happier and more positive person. And that is the point. Okay, so I went on a little bit too long about the miracle mornings, but they are a really incredible part of somebody's daily routine. But the episode is getting really, really long now. So I just think it's just best for me to just summarise everything. Um, somebody actually messaged me last week and said that they were keeping notes of all the things that they were taking away from each episode, which I felt was such a lovely thing to do. So I think at the end of each episode, I'm just going to summarise in bullet points the things that I feel are most important. 
The first one is when you create a routine, remember it's for you, it's to give you structure, it's to give you purpose and it's to keep you on track to achieve all the things you want to achieve, whether that's your fitness goals, whether that's maintaining mental health, whether that is to achieve um, new goals and dreams that you're chasing, whatever that is, routines give you structure, they give you purpose and us as humans need structure and purpose to be happy and positive and it's really, really important. Second of all, don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you have a routine, it's there to stick to. It's something that you will learn. It's something that will give you self-discipline because you will repeat it over and over again. It will become second nature for you. But if you wake up one day and you do want a day in bed or you do want to take a lovely long morning stroll rather than do a morning routine, that again is completely up to you. The freedom is in your hands completely. The structure of the routine is just there to give you structure on a daily basis. You don't have to do it every single day. Although, thirdly, some things that you include in your routine, such as exercise, gratitude, affirmations, um, having a shower, for example, and putting makeup on, making yourself feel good and look good. They are some things that I feel are important to include in your routine every single day. Even if you do it in a completely different order, they are things that you should do to make yourself feel good every single day. Fourthly, is fourthly a word? I'm not sure. Fourthly, you don't have to necessarily do it in the same order every single day. But if you were to do it in the same order, the self-discipline that you would learn from implementing this routine will translate into other areas of your life. If you can maintain for the entire of lockdown a similar daily routine that helps you create something really incredible with your days, achieve your goals, give you motivation, whatever the outcome of this routine is, the self-discipline that you will learn from the repetition will translate into other areas of your life. And that again is another incredible life skill. So I hope those are incredible tips that you can take away and hopefully implement into your own life. If you do suffer with things like anxiety um, or you easily fall into states of depression or you recluse, this is so beneficial for you. I promise you it is such an incredible way to really control your life and have control over things in your life whilst also maintaining freedom. Um, I really, really, really feel as though it would be so beneficial for you. I hope that everyone has an incredible week and I hope that you come back again next week to listen to next week's episode. It's actually going to be such a good one. I'm so excited. So bye. Also, just quickly, whilst I remember, if you follow the podcast account on Instagram at Glow Through, there will be loads of resources on there on how to implement a successful routine, all the things I think you should include in your daily routine. And also anyone can message me anytime if they have any questions or um, even any suggestions. I would absolutely love to hear it.